2: Hey, this episode of This Life Podcast is courtesy of Bergamet Mega Plus, Bergametna.com, and head over to allorecovery.com to learn more about Allo House and the services they have there. And a specific warning about this little podcast. If you love The Stern Show, you will love today's podcast because this will be three guys geeking out about that show. Hey, this is Dr. Drew, and you are listening to This Life with Bob Ford and Dr. Drew. Here we are. Everybody, this life. Welcome back to uh, another show. And sitting in for the great Bob Forrest is Caleb Bacon. Caleb, thanks for doing this again. Hey, I wish I had Bob's hat on, and you would feel more at home here. Uh, uh, yeah, or Bob's hair, at least, or any hair. Hey, yes, your I'm, hair looks I, fantastic today, Doctor Drew. S- oh. Susan, you hear that? I get wherever I go, people like the longer hair. We're well, no, you have hair, so I <laughs> notice it. Yeah. Well, usually I cut it so short, people think I'm nearly bald. But now, now they seem to notice my hair. Well, you don't want to look like a hippie on television.
0: That's true. I he's know. not going to look like a hippie with that those muscles. That voice, Dr. Drew is, is built.
2: Is Eli? Eli? What's your last name? Should give me your last name. Braden. Brayden. Eli Braden. The Twitter yeah. handle. Wait, no, hang on a second. Eli Twitter handle at Eli Braden. Yeah. I- Eli. By the way,
0: Susan said you were excited to meet me, and uh, now searching for my last name. I, I know she. was No, just... no. I'm
2: excited to meet you because I know what you what you do. I'm just let me, teasing. Let me introduce you to people. Which uh, he's a writer, performer. Uh, he's a comedy writer for Kimmel, The Soup, Fashion Police, Billy on the Street. Best known, of course. For uh, being a frequent contributor on the Stern Show, uh, Eli is co-head co-writer of Bart Baker's YouTube channel. It's a big, big YouTube big, channel. Big, Congratulations! Big.
0: No one over twenty's ever heard of him, but take my word for it; he's huge.
2: Yeah, it's a big one. Uh, let's see. Also. Your website is crap, crappy, barely ever updated website? Well, I just was, yes. <laughs> is that that's the name of that, the website? No, 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 no. <laughs> that-
0: it's EliBraden.com, but it is a crappy, <laughs> never updated website. But
2: And you can see the Stern parodies at uh, GumRoad.com slash EliBraden. Yeah, Braden. for like
0: $5, you can get hundreds right. of parodies I've done for the Stern Show. How did that start? You know, I was just a big fan of the Stern Show for, for years, and I... Um, I did. I have a very strong music background. I have I had bands growing up. I had my first record deal at eighteen. I at some point transitioned to doing comedy. So I was doing music and comedy, and then one one day it just struck me like, why am I not doing stuff for the show? Because somebody so, already was, right? There's several people doing it. Psych was it, yeah. doing it. Psych and Little Mikey. And Little Mikey. This was uh, 2011. And all those guys are blind, right? Psych is blind. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, Which is, he was at, were you at the birthday party? I was. Were you there? Yes. I feel like, I was very drunk at a certain point, but I feel like we met very briefly. That's what I would have said too, but I I can't really... There was just so many famous people there, it's hard to remember what was real and what were you, wasn't.
2: Were you sitting with the cast of the girls that, that table?
0: The cast of girls? No, yeah, I wasn't. Yeah. They yeah. would not allow that. They would no. Not. No, no, not at all. <laughs> well I, I just
2: that's what my head was you were somewhere near there. Were you near Jenny McCarthy? I was there? well, I performed. Yeah. I so saw I was that. backstage yeah.
0: for a lot of it. And then for the rest of it I uh, they actually we were up in the balcony but with Tan Mom. Paul, with Tan Mom. Tan mom actually <laughs> attacked me. I have the photos. I was taking photos as she was coming at me.
2: Now, uh, I, I said I just I created Tan Mom, unfortunately, because... No,
0: fortunately. Come on. <laughs> uh,
2: because when I saw the report, that first report where everyone was so outraged, this, this crazy... About woman. the tan child. Was the tan child, happened? and this woman looks like she's painted black. It's just crazy, this crazy, crazy woman. And uh, I said, I must speak with her. <laughs> and so I, we had her in HLN multiple times before, yeah. before Howard ever got a hold of her. And, um, and I found out, I don't know if you know her history she had severe several episodes of severe head trauma uh she was her original she was, she was kidnapped and so, this or her stories and i don't know all the details but she was kidnapped and thrown down a well wow and was there for like seven days or something that apparently was bad but not as bad as what happened when she was pregnant one time she got in a bar fight imagine that mm-hmm. and uh had had her head bashed in and ended up in a coma was given last rites the child wasn't expected to make it and wow. she has a huge plate in her head. She has a terrible seizure disorder. And so a lot of this behavior is from her brain damage.
0: She's like a cockroach. You just can't kill <laughs> But And there's
2: the alcohol on top of it. And it's hard to tell what's alcohol, yeah. what's the brain neurological stuff. Yeah. But I feel bad for her. I mean, that, yeah. that the husband hung in for a long
0: time. Aren't they still together? I believe. I think so. Yeah. And
2: I, He never really talks about, is he? does he feel responsible as a caretaker? Well, or knowing
0: what? that that's what's going on with her and it's not just addiction issues it's
2: not just addiction it's not just goofy yeah. it's it's she's yeah. neurologically impaired yeah and you can see it if you talk to her she'll start to tell you what her impairments are but go ahead
0: no i just i think she's extremely entertaining and i'm glad she's <laughs> sure. found a place i mean
2: i she sure plays along which is nice yes
0: and she's found a place in the entertainment world where she's beloved and uh respected in a way i'd say you know <laughs> and that's the beauty of the stern show always i think a lot of people think the stern show is exploitive of let's let's call them eccentric personalities but i really feel like it's an equal opportunity uh ball busting environment
2: it is do you ever go and get your balls busted there oh
0: the first time i walked in the door as a guest you know was the first time i met howard and uh he uh you know he's my hero for years and i walk in and the first words out of his mouth is why are you so fat (laughs) and i was like okay i'm in Family. But, but
3: in a way, you're also honored as a guest in the way the Beatles are when Paul McCartney comes in. Yes. You know, you, I, I, you're you, an equal, yes. Yeah, well, and didn't you open up for Paul McCartney at the birthday party? Or, um, or did I he th- open up for you? I well, he didn't
0: perform. Did he perform? No. no he didn't perform. No, he didn't perform. No, but, uh, who am I thinking of? We, oh, we, Dave Grohl. I mean, Dave Grohl, Steven yeah. Tyler. I mean, Did you was, intro these guys? I don't remember. No, 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 no. no. I just did. It, got there did my song. yeah. Which, yeah.
3: But you <laughs> were on the bill with them. Yeah. And so in a way
2: you opened up for that
0: in a way I think John Fogarty opened for me because he was on immediately. Yeah, how, yeah,
3: how, how much
1: right. did
2: Fogarty blow the lid off that place he was amazing I, he was I, was, amazing. I thought I, I literally when he came out I thought oh my god John yeah. and I, he just blew the place apart it was everybody amazing. was great that night yeah. it was
0: such an amazing night it was one of the best nights of entertainment I've ever seen yeah. I've and never gone back and watched it or listened to it because either. I don't want to even corrupt my memory yeah, of it
2: 100% and, and the room Caleb was bizarre because in the room was you know Larry King, Katie Couric. I mean, I've never seen a more eclectic...
0: And to set this up, since our hosts are doing a terrible job of please, explaining, please. this was Howard Stern's 60th birthday party. Yeah. It was at a large venue in New York City. A Hammerstein Ballroom. Hammerstein Ballroom, that? I yeah. believe. And, and I, it was I was
2: amazing. Uh, and I was sitting under the whack pack. And, 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 <laughs> and I got uh, Dr- Jeff the Drunk spilled a beer on my head. That was good. <laughs> and when I would look up at them, all I would see... Was Panis, which is a gigantic. They, their shirts were all outside their <laughs> pants, and you could see their bellies hanging. Over. It's all just a line of that. It was just,
0: oh my god, oh, wow. these poor men.
2: So, uh, but yes, yeah, so you became a fan.
0: How many years ago? I started listening in probably like ninety eight or ninety nine, and like I was. Very liberal sort of PC young man At that point and like I'd always heard what a monster Howard Stern was and I was just like oh he's a, He hates women he hates he's racist And all this and then I was just I lived in San Francisco at the time I just remember switching the radio dial one day and I just stumbled across This thing the memory's hazy but I just Remember thinking this is the greatest thing I've ever heard on radio <laughs> And then they go to the bumper and it's the Howard Stern show And I, instantly I was like this guy's the greatest what? Ever and he's still so great, and I could go on for hours about how I know a lot of the old school fans are like the show's not the same as it used to be. It's like yeah, because people change and evolve. Well, it has to evolve, or it'll, it'll won't survive. I just think it, he's I mean, better than ever. I think the show's great. It's even the small part of it that I'm part of. Even the small being a small part of it is like the the greatest thing for me ever. As a you
2: know, the, the, yeah. I, want, I want you to describe so people that aren't fans of that show they they can understand exactly what you do there. I hope we- I do
0: um, basically I do. I mean, I've done different things over the, the years and contributed into other creative ways. But mainly I do parody songs and primarily I do songs about Robin Quivers having sex with Robin Quivers, who's Howard's co-host long time. Do, do you, are you one of the
2: writers and I'm I, this is for the sake of the listeners who focuses on her breasts?
0: Oh, absolutely. Uh, but I definitely give uh, I definitely give equal time to you know the anus, right. The vagina, right? To <laughs> use the technical terms.
2: And yeah. and but the joke is the the, the, the oh, I can't believe we're having this conversation on this show. But here we go. We're keeping it clean. Here we go. No, because I'm I'm taking it. Uh, she had spontaneous anal sex with a stranger in a bar one night, and that actually had,
0: I believe it was in a bathroom. A Bathroom. At a bar. Okay, bathroom. Yeah. Yeah.
2: That makes a, sense. And yeah. uh, it wasn't on top of the. But bar. it was probably. No. Yeah. 25 years ago or something i'm right. not clear when it was in history and it has remained a source of comedic it's brought up as if it happened yesterday yes constantly constantly <laughs> and and uh, she has to sort of tolerate that and she also
0: has giant breasts and she actually had to have breast reduction surgery yes. at one point yes. um i believe she was technical. she was measured once for her bra size and it's a double g yep. which i don't even know what that means but it means a lot, means it means as, a lot. Yeah, it's yeah. big.
2: And so I was in doing the after show about six months ago, and Gary brought her in first time. Oh, first wow. time a principal had ever been in the after show. Yeah, and oh, uh, I remember that. I remember that to bust my balls. Right, exactly. And, and and I said, Gary, the the ball busting here. It's 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 ball busting on ball busting. It's meta ball busting. Right. You, you guys are thinking there's matter of fact ball busting and then there's, there's <laughs> species <laughs> a meta ball busting. Well,
0: have you discussed why she was busting your balls? Have you discussed that on the show before? I have not. Go ahead. Uh, well, uh, Dr. Drew is a, is a, is a fan and a regular guest and a great guest because you get the show and so you were able to come in and do your thing but also really serve the... But I didn't know the show. Really did you didn't. didn't. M- okay. Until all this shit went down. Okay. That's okay. how I
2: got brought, brought into it. So go right. ahead.
0: Well, Dr. Drew came in and admitted a narcissism personality test to the I did st- not. Oh, my, you didn't? my co-author, okay, did, I'm sorry. who lives
2: right around the corner here. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and he did it and
0: then on the air gave them their results. Right. And Robin had the highest score ever. as a narcissist
2: as anyone had ever We ever was it, she was our highest score. So when we wrote the book, we were sort of talking about, you know, the spectrum of what we could talk about. Like everybody else that we tested, we tested anonymously. And, and blindly, we didn't even know who got the test and who didn't. So we have no but the, idea. But
3: your sample was full of celebrities. Oh, yeah. yeah. It was who, only celebrities. And, right. And we did it for to be years. A little more narcissistic. But. Well, that was the yeah.
2: point of the study. Yeah, yeah. But because Robin did it on the air, mm-hmm. we figured we could talk
0: about right. it. Fair because game. initially, when you first brought it up, she wasn't that angry no she was like oh wow I got the you, you were giving her a little bit of a ribbing and she was it like it wasn't even me okay. it was still my it was still okay. my partner at <laughs> yeah, that point yeah. somehow you became the object right. of the and, and then and then the book I co-authored
2: with him we said you know, and the funny thing the, the highest score we got and by the way Corolla was only one point under her <laughs> you know what I'm saying or maybe two or something but Corolla yeah. was right there yeah and that I'm
0: sure he was willing to own he it he didn't though. give a shit yeah uh,
2: but Robin was furious that we put it in print yeah without her permission when you put it in the book without her yeah. permission yeah and and to be fair to her, if I would thought it through, and by the way, had, there were co-authors. There, there, I wasn't probably. I didn't. I don't remember writing that part. I don't think I did. Mm-hmm. But it's my responsibility. and If I, had, you know, I'm sure I proofread it, and I should have thought about that, and I didn't, and, the, and it's on me. But it would the the, the reason I didn't think about it is that well, this this happened in public, right? So who cares right. if it's in print? Well, you didn't need to title the book "Robin Sucks." <laughs> that was a little much. So, so according to Howard, he, when last time uh, I was on the main show, my wife Susan was there with us, and he, she he came out and greeted us, and he goes, he goes, man, he goes, you, he goes, you guys seem like great people. He goes, but for Robin, you're you're Niagara Falls. <laughs> I just say your name, and she goes nuts. Oh, that's so and great. So the plan now is for she and I to have lunch, and that's been going on for about a year. Yeah. And Gary's Gary insists it will never happen. Yeah. I insist it will. When you go to New York. Yes. I, yeah. when I, I'm up back a little bit. Right, So I, I'm going to next. when If I'm going to spend a week or two there, I am going to get lunch.
0: By the that. way, that test is online. If you, if you just it's Google, the too, yeah. if you just Google like Dr. Drew Howard Stern narcissism, yeah. like it comes it's, up it's, like really it's also, quickly. It's
2: the narcissistic personality inventory. It's easy to take. It's like 40 questions or something. It's a,
0: it's, it's, an, it's an interesting test because some of the, it's, it's a, each question only has two options. Yes. And it's a forced choice. And some of them are very much like you just have Similar. to pick where you are That's and the, right. the you know, which one do you lean towards.
2: And and what you choose has meaning. Mm-hmm.
0: That's what's interesting about it. Mm-hmm. They, Not they according
2: just, to Dr. Robin Quivers. I yeah.
3: <laughs> and t- it's your fault.
0: It's Dr. Drew's fault.
2: So the stuff that she puts up with on that show, I swear to God, she deserves some sort of medal.
0: So have you so become me. a fan subsequently then? Okay.
2: So so I never was I was always wanted to go on the show as I started to listen around mm. that time. And people in my world were like, "No, no, no, no a, you'll never survive." You and a lot of survive. people that you're
0: friends with are, are big fans and like. hundred
2: oh, I mean- percent. I'm I'm all the way in there. But but at that time, this is now 90, 2008 probably. Mm-hmm. So about eight years ago, and I've always been a you know an intermittent kind of tuner in or listener kind of right. thing, but not a regular listener and not a serious prescri- subscriber either. Yeah. Which I immediately became. Um, but it was celebrity rehab it turned out he was a fan I kept hearing he was a fan of celebrity rehab so, so he wants me in. he wants me in and now everyone in my world was like oh the elite your life is terrible it's terrible it's terrible it was in the Artie days mm-hmm. and Artie had just written his book about his dad and I read Artie's book and I was deeply affected I was moved by it so I remember all I remember about that first appearance was I was doing a lot with Artie who was giving me shit a lot of shit Artie become, Lang
0: was the long time sort of uh they call it the jackie chair he was the sort of comedic, comedic, comedic sidekick yeah. there you go and he his dad died in a really tragic accident
2: oh well his... he developed addiction It fell off they had yeah. paralysis it was right. just terrible terrible stuff and uh arty now is a dear friend mm-hmm. uh in fact and and i you know whenever i can i get in touch with Artie. and he, you know he's somebody i care very much about but uh that experience on there just the the, the energy and the amount of uh well, the, the thing he does, that Howard does, and what I admired, then I did a couple more times after that. And then he started figuring it out, what he's, how it works. Well, no, then I became a fan. Right. It, it, so then I became fan boy. By the last, now I feel right. like not worthy. Now I don't even want to go <laughs> right. in because I'm not worthy of that. I, I'll go to the after show any day, but I'm not worthy of that main seat, which, by the way, over these eight years, has become only for A-listers. Mm-hmm. I mean, they they are filling it every. Gary Hugh fills it Grant every, was on this week. Everybody yeah. is I, on that. but also
0: Whack will like. Well, of Wendy the slow adult will be on the
2: same. <laughs> goes without saying, <laughs> but, but but the seat in terms of guests that are not regular, it's, it's you would you would probably get that Well, before.
0: they I when I first started, it's changed a lot in the last couple of years. Yeah. For the first couple of years, I was on as a guest yeah, twice a year. Yeah. It's been a while since they've asked me to come out. But, but I could see you doing <laughs> it. I could see you yeah, because you're, might you're a cast again. member. You know what
2: yeah. I mean? You're, you're yeah. a team member. Um, me doing it would be, I, I'm not worthy it's just not worth it if they, I, had, I if they it. had an
0: angle though I mean it would be about
2: yeah if there was something that he wanted to get into but that's the point I want to make is that when you're sitting in there in that chair it is like being in a therapist's office it is truth time mm-hmm. and he just demands truth and openness and spontaneity and he has a way of sort of engaging you where you f- you certainly forget you're on the radio yeah and you're just having this conversation with him on a very deep level and I love that the only person I've ever been interviewed by that does the same thing is Mark Maron uh huh Maron does the exact same thing and it's the same time where you you just sort of you agree by being there that you are going to be completely honest. Yeah. Period. End. And you're going to because, also listen
0: to his interminable stories about cats and anything SNL. Oh, uh, Baron. Yeah. yeah. I'm just, oh, yeah, Mar- I'm Mar- just giving Mar- Mark Maron. Mar- so, Mar- Mar-
2: no, my interview with Baron was was really <laughs> fun. We we because he talks about recovery and stuff. So we yeah, get deep into yeah. that stuff. Yeah. Of course. So, uh, <laughs> but when you were there with Artie, Artie was
3: very much in his disease. Uh. Yeah, as I recall. Yeah, so, at least I wasn't aware of it at the time. But yeah, well, it, to anyone in their disease, you're just the biggest buzzkill in the world. Yes, I know that. So we put that on the radio. Howard's going to exploit that energy. <laughs>
2: yes, he did. Right. But then Robin just went after me, after me, after me, after me, and actually she broke my heart at one point because the last time I was in there, she let slip that she used to be a fan of mine, uh-huh. and that she
0: thought you were hot.
2: I didn't get that part. But I, think I, she I, said, I, I think she said that a few they, they, times. Well, I'm sure Howard was digging at that. <laughs> but, 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 but that it was a fan, I, and I had let her down. And that, yeah. that was like, a oh, I yeah.
3: didn't like that.
0: It's tough. So, it's tough. So. It's tough to disappoint the queen. <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, I don't think anyone's done it as bad as Drew. Disappointed uh, yeah, her? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Her. I have like, heard Niagara You're the Falls. guy. I have heard Niagara Falls. And <laughs> Eli, how many songs have you done that they've played on the air about Robin? I
0: mean, at least... At least 400 I mean I've done <laughs> oh, Probably six to 700 seven hundred Songs total They're not all about Robin But um, That's I, incredible And they don't all get on the air But uh, I would say At least four to five hundred is, Have gotten on yeah. the air
3: So uh, Well Which is awesome And you're terrific But Thank you've
2: you. never upset Robin
0: Never Never And it just took Drew I mean maybe Maybe disturbed yeah. her With some of
2: the I mean you said Some of the most filthiest Disgusting yeah. things about her And I just released A number <laughs> <laughs> and equated it with her hey let me well, i have to do a quick side here for a second sure. but our friends from uh, bergamot mega these are guys that i support it's an over-the-counter product uh that does stand up to scientific scrutiny which i'm rarely come across so it's easy for me to get behind these guys once i did my research and i've actually used it myself i've recommended it to patients it is derived from creek some extracts of the bergamot citrus fruit it's it is uh, rich in polyphenols. It's from, the, again, the bergamot citrus fruit. Bergamot Mega Plus, it's a natural statin, something we call my field, an HMG-CoA reductase inhibitor. It lowers triglycerides, raises HDL, lowers LDL. It also can affect metabolic syndrome. That's a syndrome of abdominal, increase abdominal, where you lay your fat down around your abdomen like me. High cholesterol, high triglycerides, high sugar, high blood sugar, high pressure, and fatty liver, which is sort of one of the more interesting and dreaded complications of all of that. Uh, and something that physicians are addressing more aggressively, and this product seems to help reverse that. There's very good data out of Italy that shows that's true. Uh, very often, we, as doctors, prescribe a statin pharmaceutical, and you, this can be used with that, but don't do anything without the guidance and supervision and input of your physician. For a limited time, when you buy two bottles of burgamet Mega Plus, you will get one free. So visit burgametna.com That is bergametna.com, Or click on the burgamet banner on our website, and... Uh, you will not, uh, listen. There's is that the
0: stuff they put in Earl Grey tea? Or is that bergamot? Uh, good bergamot. question. I think I'm just trying to make a bun that doesn't <laughs> So ignore that. No, I think there's
3: like so, like so, there's the same plant. You can do different things You're with right, the that's what it. Right, because the phenols
2: in teas and stuff, there's also a good source of phenols. But this yeah. is very rich in polyphenols. So, so
0: what's the best, just to sum it up, what's the best benefit from using that product?
2: It it's, uh, affects cholesterol metabolism well. It may affect insulin resistance, and it seems to reverse fatty liver over time. And that's, that's a pretty substantial okay, deal. Okay, I'm in. Now, but again, if you have these things, be sure a doctor is following it and whatnot. Cause, you know, well, I'm, you're a doctor. On, you can I'm, hook me up right I'm now. On, <laughs> I'm on a statin, too. You know, I'm on, I'm, I've taken statin for years. I've terrible vascular disease in my family. It's just, Really? It's like, I do not want to get that. And I've and my uh, calcium score is zero. You know they can do these 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 various kinds of ways of assessing. Uh, is that good? Yeah, it's crazy. That's like
0: a golf calcium scores like golf score. Yeah, low go is good. It's, okay. Zero it's is like it's like GPA,
2: right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, Let's go back talking about Stuart. I, uh, I, I can't I can't talk about it enough.
0: Yeah. Well, well I'm come- glad you became a big fan because it's it's you know it is addictive like that. I think it's I I can't I can't even imagine what I will do if and when Howard retires. Right. It's it's just such a huge part we of my We both race. get all... Well, three of us are getting depressed and we just yeah. seem <laughs> cross
3: You know like what? That. what's really helped me along the past few years is the Sternthology. Yes. On, de- on demand Playing on the, the old, old because it's it just like... Uh, it's like I get every food group by being able to listen to the new show, yeah. the old Gilbert Gottfried appearances oh. and just the different classic oh. moments. And yeah. Then even stuff that... Lois made yeah. <laughs> 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 So much stuff that I've heard so many times and... It is like wanting to go see Led Zeppelin play Stairway to Heaven. Yeah. Like, yeah. It, you can hear it so many times. And it, it just happens to be a 30-minute segment but with I can't, a midget.
2: I can't get over hearing new people being subject to his scrutiny. You know, people that I've seen out in the world. And I want to, see, you know, he, he because, you mean new guests? Yeah, who because I, I think he, I think it's his analysis, his therapy that's mm-hmm. really made him so intuitive. Right, it's such a great interviewer. Because when you're, again, when you're the object of it, it feels like being a therapist office. I, I'm, it's right. a familiar feeling. And for when me. you
0: go to therapy three times a week, like I think he did for quite some time, still going. Yeah,
2: analysis, not just therapy, but yeah. analysis, and yeah. that's heavy, heavy, deep, intuitive work. Yeah, and it makes him understand how people work, mm-hmm. and it makes him how to. By the way, in the Hugh Grant interview, did you notice how he? What did you think of that, Avery? Let me not not show my cards yet. Did you hear it? I haven't actually listened to that one yet. Oh, I listened listened to it yesterday. Um, I
3: don't think I've ever heard a Hugh Grant interview before, other than maybe like a Tonight Show sort of quick, stupid business. And uh, I really enjoyed it, but I feel like Hugh Grant was doing a little bit of acting.
2: Right. I, I agree with you. Did you notice how quick he got off the scandal, Howard? Howard did, yeah. Yeah, that was that was some and, sort of agreed upon thing. Right. There's no way Howard would get off that unless somebody forced him as right. a condition to that interview. And you could hear Hugh Grant getting uncomfortable just at the mention yeah. of it. And he very coyly, you know, got off it and talked about how uptight Americans are with their sexuality and stuff. Right. Going on things, right. But and and you could hear too. And I I think Hugh Grant okay, he kept saying he's an egotist and an asshole and stuff. He may be. I was he kept referring to himself as yeah. that. Yeah. yeah, he did. Yeah, and and but I like think throwing I thought, throwing the
0: comment away. But 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 yeah. then
2: I thought hey, he may be acting now, yeah. and he may be a little more of a prick than, than we all know.
0: That's very much a British thing, though, too, isn't it? Just like self deprecating. Yes, and, but this had a little affect behind it. This yeah. this yeah. wasn't for humor. Yeah,
2: it yeah. was a little bit of no, no, seriously. I'm, you want to watch out for me? It was like <laughs> that kind of thing. Like well, they were they were
3: talking about how Hugh Grant is known for requesting way more takes than the average actor yeah. when he's doing his scenes yeah. and how much that kind of makes Hollywood people think Hugh Grant's a piece of work for that and Hugh Grant owned it
2: yeah so that drive people crazy
3: yeah but, but not in a sort of like connected emotional way yeah it was just sort of like well, what are you gonna do this is how I'm work. i a real ego although he did, he did
2: seem very taken with uh, Meryl Streep that was interesting He yeah didn't he? Well, I think think that's what I was hearing. What I I agree with you. It All needed to be interpreted intuitively. Everything he was saying was a little. mm. He was saying Meryl
3: Streep is the alpha. He's the beta. Yeah. He's usually the alpha. Yep. So he couldn't get away with it when they act together. When they did that new movie, this new movie. Yeah. Which I, I
0: hear is good. Yeah. It looks. I I took my my kids to see Ghostbusters and that. Trailer was before it. It looks like the most, like the the worst movie a kid could ever, would ever want to see. It's right. like so dry. And my son afterwards was like, "Can't wait to see that one." He's yeah. really? like, "He's getting pretty good for I want sense to humor Humored eight years oh, old. Oh, I see. Yeah,
2: I want to see Cafe Society. That's what I want to see. You the new Woody that? Allen. Yeah. Seen him?
0: I don't look. I don't watch rapist movies. No, I'm just oh, kidding. Dude. I'm just joking. So what else you got coming up for start? Anything coming? Uh, nothing specific coming up. I. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it, being a part of the show was a huge part, a huge thing for me. And I actually went out and did like. They brought me out to be like a guest writer for a week, one week, which is great because I got to sit in all the writing meetings. Now, now and that's
2: fascinating yeah. to me because I always felt, is, who, who is the, can you talk about it?
0: I mean, to a degree, yeah. Yeah, because yeah. a little bit
2: behind the curtain stuff and yeah. I, I know they hide that very carefully or yeah. keep it very uh, on the DL. Um, how many writers are there?
0: Well, I mean, really, it's Fred, Fred Norris. Fred does the writing. Well, Fred's the head writer, I think, really? technically, yeah. I thought Will or or Benji was. Well... Benji I think Benji's. I mean I don't really I don't really they do even when I was there for a week they keep this very vague Benji kind of pumps things up Benji right? Benji I think feeds jokes and yeah. lines to yes. Howard throughout yes. the show That's I right. don't think Benji is as involved with the scripting uh, I see. you know bits and got songs and 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 ideas and for segments and it, but got it, got it. it's mainly was Fred and uh, Richard and Sal of course and um, and Will and I, I think Will is much JD. more integral
2: than people know.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Will Will runs the show. A little, a okay, race.
2: that's what I thought. And and my also sense is that Will does a lot of the research.
0: I believe so. I think that Will and Jason and both Jason, who yeah. are the producers. Yeah. They, they think their their roles have been sort of heightened in the last couple years because
2: some of the stuff he has on research that, that oh their research is amazing. An but an they also have a lot
0: of interns, you know, who do. Uh, and Will does the, uh, I believe Will does most of the, the uh, pre-interviews, like to talk to people about, but you always hear when you're listening to, uh, when Howard's interviewing someone, he pulls things, he pulls things out yeah. that they're like, the, the guest is like, how did you know that? Where did you
2: get that? He did that to me. That? I forget what it was, but I remember saying that like, yeah. you, geez, you do your research. <laughs> That's yeah. That's sort of what yeah. I said.
3: And he'll also, he'll also present those things as facts. Yeah. And so he doesn't ask you a question. No, given that. Yeah, given yeah, that you were. And so you're I would think as a guest you're on your heels yep. and he'll he'll even be like, "Oh, I guess my information's wrong." But the, but he presents it in such a way that you have to engage on that. Yeah. And I, yeah, I he'll think go that's he'll go like, you know,
0: Meryl Streep hated you What was that lie right. yeah. yeah He'll definitely throw out things That are just sort of Truth adjacent Yeah To get the reaction And to bring yeah. it up Which is It's an amazing interview technique Yeah um, My biggest takeaway After being there for a week And like interacting with these people That I listen to every day Was just how real the show is Like it really is This sort of dysfunctional family And this that stuff that plays out On the air is It's real There's oh, yeah. real conflict there Oh I've there. been in the middle of it And it definitely I mean I think it's definitely Pumped up for the air But there's also a degree of it to where it's really just let's save it for the air. Let's have it out on the air. Well, the last thing I
2: got my ass—they—they they dragged me into stuff where I—I—I <laughs> I, I literally still, the the last thing I did was just sort of a brief sort of personality sketch on everybody on the on the team. Yeah, right. And right. Uh, and I you know I opened everyone with peace and love. <laughs> right. Like peace
0: and love. These are just moniker, just yeah. ways of
2: understanding people. Did you
0: try to you did you did you try to wind them up a little bit though? I mean, you didn't want it to be boring. You, you, I you,
2: wanted it to be as close to true as possible. Uh-huh. Because when people hear things about themselves that are true, they get very yeah. <laughs> two yeah. hurts. Yeah, and, and uh, you know, I mean, like Richard's alcoholic. I don't. So what? Yeah. Uh, he's not. He doesn't want treatment. It works for him. It's fine. I I don't think that, I, I went and apologized to him afterwards. I said, look, I, I'll go have a beer with you. I don't care. Yeah. I don't mean that to be disparaging. And right. I think he's brilliant and great, and you know, enjoy his stuff every day. And, yeah. And he he thanked me for picking his. Uh, Beer enemas as a Sternthology. <laughs> <laughs> that <laughs> Where he was tasted amazing. tasted beers with beers up his
0: rectum. Yes.
2: And he got five for five. <laughs>
0: That's amazing. And you can get drunk that way too, right? The, the, oh, very fast. Yeah, yeah it's not, not, not so good. I have to try that at some point in my oh, life. Please, Eli, do. It. Please. Is
3: there like a product out there, or do you just kind
2: of have to go to AutoZone and get a funnel and a hose?
3: I think
0: stuff? it's funnel and I think just regular anima just, hose. Yeah, not, yeah, I mean they have okay,
2: yeah. Yeah, they have water enemas, tap water enemas. You can get them at any pharmacy. I think Richard should come out with his own product. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there's a market there. Eli just said he would buy it. I would, yeah. absolutely.
3: Because you want to use the right product but when you're going to give ball. yourself a beer enema. <laughs> The yeah. Richard
0: Christie branded
2: Ro- butt beer bomb. That's what it's going to be. <laughs>
3: now, there's also an element of Eli's involvement with the Stern Show, Drew, I think he will get a kick out of. Ronnie Mont block parties. Oh, you right. produced those? Well,
0: no, I didn't produce them, but like I went to one of the... That was when... It was basically this sort of traveling comedy show. You could say Freak
2: Show. Freak Side Show. show sorry. Yeah. yeah, Side Show. I'm sorry they stopped that, but I could tell it irritated it him. It was getting out of hand. It was of getting out the way.
0: And I got to tell you, I always thought that Howard's irritation was just a joke it was but I no he too. was very I could tell towards the Yeah, but basically about. it was uh, a few of the people from the show including Howard's uh Limo driver Ronnie Ronnie the limo driver Did we would it, they would do these comedy Shows and it would be Ronnie as the host and Then Shuly, who's one of the writers on the show Performing and then a couple other comedians And then sometimes other people from the show would come And more appearance again this weekend too, capacity you know, Yes they're kind of back song, yeah. to doing some yeah. shows together yeah. But the, the, the Ronnie my block party was Like a monthly thing where it would be like Cincinnati and Cleveland <laughs> one weekend a month Or like you know Sacramento and LA One weekend a month and I I just Went to one of the early ones um, In San Francisco Uh, and I scheduled my own comedy show in there that weekend. I was like, hey, can I come just do a set at the beginning of the show? You don't have to pay me or anything. And Shuley was like, sure, do it. And so I opened the show with like a medley of robin songs and it killed and so then the the guy who was the promoter was like we want to bring you on the road for all of them so i just got to go on the road with all those guys one weekend a month and it was right after i'd gotten divorced oh. so it was like i was like in this really sort of depressed state and like it was sad a, but like one weekend party. a month i just got to go out and and party my ass off with a bunch of stern fans and have a bunch of like 50 year old women <laughs> throw themselves at me and, and it was just it was good for the ego if nothing else and,
2: and ronnie and all his the the stuff he is some of his stuff a character?
0: Is um, he really like that? No, it? no, he's like he's that. He's like that. He's like that. I mean, I think, yeah, he's 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 a crazy guy. And uh, you know, I would be, we'd be in the car. He would be driving us a lot of times. He would he would insist on driving. <laughs> so he, you know, we be driving from Cleveland. To- to Cincinnati or whatever and he would just be like going 100 miles an hour yelling at everybody in the road get the fuck out of my way I mean it's like wow this is really what this guy's like
2: wow crazy and And he's
0: got his 30 year old girlfriend uh, he's sixty, fiance fiance now and she's like Ronnie stop I mean there's arguing the whole time it's just this is all real (laughs) this is really happening you know and as a Stern fan to to somebody outside just be like whatever he's a maniac well here's a Stern fan it's just
2: amazing because I I really wasn't again this everything kind of came into focus for me over time mm-hmm. so i'm interacting with people not really knowing who they are right at first and when you first meet ronnie he is all business right he's the guy he's in a the professional suit, the guy in the suit getting you into the place looking you in the eye checking you out yeah, he is security he gives you a muffin he's if you want just it old he'll he'll chat do up. you want a muffin no no it's like <laughs> hey hey you want a little bit of this you got a little bit of that? it's very understated yeah. very very you know very i would not even say he's sort of ominous a little bit like, mm-hmm. you know scary. yeah you need to keep your shit together around him and but he's but nice enough mm-hmm. and then the sex tip started coming yeah. and, then, and then i was like oh my
0: god that's that guy yeah
2: huh. <laughs> does somebody write those for him or he does oh
0: I, I i don't know what what the scenarios of that i just know that they're so funny <laughs> he gives holiday sex tips and it's just it's gotten progressively more i mean it started i think somewhat sincere and now it's he's obviously like trying to get a, a rise out of people but i mean but yes they're it, believable well, his, like I buy it. His, there's there's a, <laughs> there's sort of a consistent thematic running
2: through them that is definitely all wrong.
0: And they don't you don't want to be repeating them. No, on this I'm show. not going to repeat.
2: I know I'm sure I could reproduce them, but <laughs> it's just you know your your inflection would not
3: sell. No, that not quite as well. He exactly. is a level of sincerity for things you should not be sincere about. What should we tell people?
2: Work? What should we tell people that uh, object to the show, don't like it, or you know do. do I mean I like the the Wack Packers those guys they love being
0: in the Wack Pack. They, they would love to be featured more and I mean I mean, that's the thing it's like you know the, the Wack Pack is basically like a society's nerdy do wells, you know, but for I, I think not not even neer do wells, but just it's a collection of strange people. And I think one of the raps on the Stern show early on was that it's sort of exploitive. But it, I just never took it that way. I, I didn't
2: either and, and I tried to explain this to my daughter who who does not like the show. Mm-hmm. And she goes, Oh, you're these are impaired people. They don't know he's making fun of it's like No, they they know They all know. And she Even goes, well, Beetlejuice knows. Yeah. And then she goes, Well, it's fame seeking and I go, Well, it it is, but it's giving them something to, they really enjoy doing, and and I and and the and the level of ribbing that they take is not a lot different than what they give these they give me right and everybody else that comes and comes. It's a great equalizer. Show. Yeah, Howard will we'll interview Beetlejuice with the same level of sincerity oh, that yeah. he'll interview anyone else. 100%. Yeah, and Beetlejuice just for, again those those uh, a man with microcephaly. Yeah, it's what a Zika baby will grow up to be,
0: and he is just amazing because he. I mean, he's not dumb. He's just—I mean, there's—I don't know what's quite going on with his brain, but a lot of it is he gets really drunk. I think when he goes on the well, show. Well, but. but it's also
2: he—it's he, not a normally functioning. Yes. Brain. There's lots of those weird impairments. But uh, what happened to Quinta Calda?
0: I don't know what happened to that. Sometimes I, things I was just singing that all the time. They, they basically for the those listening, they recorded this. They were interviewing this homeless woman, and they recorded her singing this random, crazy song. No, and then not, they,
2: with, not with real words, just noises and sounds.
0: And then they put a beat to it and music <laughs> in it like turned great. into this like it sounds like it could be a hit song. And, and they, play,
2: they play to people yeah. in the street. They're like, oh, I love it. It's a, what, what, whose song is it? Yeah,
0: they were like saying, this is the new J-Lo. What do you <laughs> think of it? Oh, that's great. That's yeah. amazing. I mean, stuff like that's what's very so great edgy, about show. very <laughs> edgy. <laughs> and the other thing about the Stern show, just to, you know, while we're just talking about how great it is, I think the whole thing of like taking your limo driver, making him, a major character on the show, taking the producer, yeah. taking all the behind the scenes people. I, I mean, I feel like Howard was, if not the first, one of the first people to really do that on a massive. It's, it's reality. Level, well,
2: which yeah. It's reality office, TV Yeah, it's stuff. an office reality show it's mm-hmm. about about work workplace dramas. Right. Uh, the, the only you you could argue that there aren't more women uh, like you know Robin. Right. Is, Ro- but Robin is the in charge. I mean, right. She is the authority. She's the uh, she's mom.
0: She's like yeah. the only untouchable person on yeah. the show, really. Yeah. Other than our little sex songs.
2: Other than the four hundred songs you've done about yeah. her butthole. <laughs> yeah, but 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 she's but those are all in the zone of <sighs> tribute. Yeah, but she it, it is. But she has this she, when 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 boys are when the males are acting like fraternity bro, bros, yeah. she giggles in a way that is hilarious. Yeah, and and yeah. sincere. And, and that's what you guys go after with the song yeah with that same spot trying to get a rise you're, you're pushing on that same yeah. spot yeah
0: and, and you don't want to get you know, it's it's a weird thing to to analyze making these songs too much, but it's it, it there is you don't want to go too crazy. I think there's a real fine line to to making it to pushing the dirtiness as far as you can while still making it the sort of worshipful tribute of seduction. It has to be, re- reverence. you has to be reverenced. <laughs>
2: yeah. You actually have to if you
0: just really the ones that are like just super explicit just aren't funny for some reason. What did me. you sing at the at the uh birthday party? Well that's an interesting story. This is actually this is kind of a cool story. I was originally going to sing when they first invited me, they said, we want you to do this. I had done a uh, version of Walk This Way called, I guess I could say it, Semen Spray <laughs> um, by Aerosmith. And that was the plan. And then I I, I know Ryan Philippi a little bit. And I knew Ryan was going. And I know ryan's a, he's a huge Stern fan, too. And I said, why don't we'll surprise him. We'll dress up as Run DMC because Run DMC, of course, is famous for a version of Walk This Way. We'll dress up as Run DMC and come out together and I'll just sing and you can like just do the, you know, the callback backing vocals. And I told Gary Baba Bowie and he was like, That's a great idea. That's awesome. The like two days before the actual uh, event, I get a call from Gary, and he's like, Listen, Steven Tyler's doing Walk This Way. <laughs> you can't do oh, that song. No. And so I said, Well, what should I do? So they picked another one and it was this, this Who song. It was a version of my generation. And then they were like, still, but we still want Ryan to come out with you. And um, it was what, like, what's my generation? Like, devolved it was into. my education okay, okay. because Robin had been into this okay. whole vegetable yes, thing. Yes, this, uh, <laughs> yes, But so they were like, we still really want Ryan to perform with you. And so I was like, do you want to do it? And he's like, sure. And like, we're backstage before. And my my thought was like, really, I didn't, I didn't really know him well enough to ask, but I was like, he would be so great if he just did strip striptease. Yeah. And I didn't want to ask him though So we're backstage And he's like You know I had an idea What if I just went out And did a striptease And I'm like dude (laughs) I did not want to ask you I don't feel like I know you well enough But yes So he comes So we go out He runs out He's does a striptease for her. she's sitting on this throne that,
2: that was one of the highlights of the whole night it, it was so intense <laughs> and, and she was shocked she had no idea but she liked it yeah and, and her <laughs> sure. and uh psych was up there
0: mm-hmm. right and, and
2: little mikey was little up mikey there too. Was up there.
0: Yeah, yeah. and daniel Mendelssohn, who does the he's the opera singer he does a lot of really funny things as well but uh yeah no one actually no one knew we were going to do that like no literally no one. we we decided to do that right before we came out on stage and, uh, you know, even Howard was like, what the hell is going on, yeah. Ryan Philippines?" stripping? <laughs> and that was right, was that right after the... It was right after she'd gotten better. It was wonderful. No, it was no, a... no, but was oh, it right sorry.
2: after the Letterman interview that you guys did that, or was it right before? I think it was right before right the before Letterman before. Yeah. yeah. So as uh, Kimmel was also there emceeing the thing, and as, as he said, Stern interviewing David Letterman was like Batman interviewing Superman <laughs> or Spider-Man or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which was really funny. <laughs> so, All right. You need to get uh,
3: Phillippe to just tour with you i know and, yeah just just have him always do his
2: striptease
0: and, yeah <laughs> you
2: know, sell out some more shows yeah we take a quick He's break good. be right back guys We're- i want to welcome
4: aloe treatment centers out in malibu as a new sponsor i know we can trust it because i started it and I, I work there
2: i can vouch for that
4: but the fact is it's the way we used to do things you and i yes yeah uh, you know, basic Minnesota model, really strong boundaries with clients, individualized treatment plans. Absolutely Yeah, absolutely. Social base, model. Yeah, yeah, great yeah. team. It's a great team. Been there a long time. Some Good. of the people been there since the beginning. But here's the other thing: is millennials need to learn how to get their driver's license and get a job, and we're starting a coffee house where the kids are going to work. That's great. You know that type of stuff. So it's like a, the best of the 20th century and a new 21st century model,
2: which is social employment rehab. Growing right. up. Vocational rehab. Personal connecting responsibility. Connecting in the world, being in the world, yeah. and recovery. Yeah, long fantastic. term. Well done.
3: And we are back. So my wife is pregnant with our first kid. Congratulations. Congratulations. Yeah,
0: yeah. A new bacon bro in the world. Or
3: bacon sis, or bacon trans. I don't know what we're going to have here. <laughs> or bakos for yeah. a while. Yeah,
0: bakos. Yeah,
3: so uh, how, do you, how, do you, how do you be a parent? Do you guys have any? How do you be a parent? Yeah, yeah, just like a kids? real... Yeah, I have
0: two kids, yeah. How old are they? Uh, eight and nine. Whoa. Just hold on. To what? <laughs> to your penis. Okay. And
2: don't uh-huh. use it ever again. <laughs> <laughs> and Because and one you, kid's enough. Yeah, and also, you know, marital satisfaction starts going down during childbearing years. And just kind of focus on... Building a family and try to f- keep your relationship as healthy as possible, and
0: that's great advice. Yeah. And I'm divorced, and like I do honestly feel like you know that was what did it, you know, and With the stress uh, of all that, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. And um, I you know I just kind of my I I had a different I think I had a much different take from my ex-wife. I think my I think my whether I was able to articulate it at the time or not, I was just thinking, okay, we are not it's this really isn't about us being happy right now this is more about just let's keep the family together but luckily and you know she that wasn't enough for her and i understand and i respect it we're actually very close now and really cool with each other and very much in a co-parenting thing that's actually i think ultimately probably much better for the kids cuz it wasn't perfect yeah. even all, all else aside, but uh that's great advice. I think it's I think people have unrealistic expectations of of life in general, but specifically marriage, and I think ha- having kids is a huge test on that. Very and, stressful. You know, Very, I would just say try not to take your wife for granted as much yeah, as you can. Spend, you know? Try
2: to do you know nights out, do all that usual stuff that's recommended, but really do it. Take trips once in a while. It's hard to leave the kids behind with their grandparents, do it. And um and just bear down. And we we sort of made a decision because we were triplets. That we were oh, sort of, wow. we were all in. It was like this is we went from you know the fun couple to like holy shit we're just parents now. Yeah, oh, yeah. Let's
1: hear what she her side is. Sexless marriage. <laughs> <laughs> it was not sexless. <laughs> it's
3: just been better lately. It's <laughs> better <now. laughs> all right. So once we get to our 25th anniversary, we go to Australia. We'll have a good time again.
1: <laughs> yes. <laughs> Wait you got to
3: stay in yeah. as good
0: a shape as Drew, though. I mean, look at this guy. He's buff over here. You work out. Yes, I work You're out. You're much more buffed out than I would have expected.
2: Mm. I've always worked out. It's just always my thing. Yeah. Caleb worked out with me. On, we did it on his podcast one time. Oh, really? Oh, wow. And uh, I was telling him uh, that I was in Florida, gave a talk, went to found a gym, went to a gym, and the guy pulls his headphones out lifting next to me. And goes. I'm listening to you and Caleb right now on uh, Man School. Oh, wow, <laughs> we're that's
0: wild. A, yeah. Yeah. I didn't think anybody would actually listened to your podcast. No, I know. No, there's
2: a guy in Florida. Apparently,
3: Except, <laughs> you paid him yeah. to do that it's didn't in you? Uh, that was, West, was, West Palm Beach. Was, one guy it was my dad. No, uh, it's kind of like the time that I was at a restaurant in uh, Hollywood, and I was having breakfast at a table near Kevin Bacon. Oh. And we were both oh, eating wow. bacon at the same that's time. Like that. Is that true? That happened. Wow. Yeah. Wow. And I didn't. That's like the six degrees of Kevin Bacon game. Like <laughs> it was like the, it was like Inception, yeah. But it, with Bacon, <laughs> yeah, same thing. Yeah, it, it blew my mind, and I assume his. Yeah, yeah I don't gotta know. Get,
2: you got to get back to your podcast. I like that podcast. Well, thank you. you. I think a yeah. lot of people did too.
3: No, they they did. Yeah, I just, yeah I just put it on hold because it got in the way of my writing. Yeah, and you guys know oh. each other from writing.
0: Yeah, I guess so. I did his po- his podcast a couple times. I guess that's I, I guess we went through Twitter probably. We did originally. my first
3: podcast yeah. that I retired. Yeah, yeah, and. Uh, you and I met on. Uh, I, had can't to be Twitter. A, I can't think of a joke. Yeah. <laughs> I was, I was going to go for a joke, but. But now you guys no. are
2: both writing actively for something, or
3: yeah. are you,
0: what are you writing for? Right now I'm writing a movie. that uh, You mentioned in the intro, there's this YouTuber, Bart Baker. He's. Uh, this producer's doing a movie with him, and he asked Bart, who do you want to write your movie? They had a pretty solid outline for what they wanted to do to begin with. Can and, you talk about what it's about? Um, it's basically a, uh, it's a bit of an update of, of Tootsie. It's basically like he and, you know, and I'm a little bit concerned about in this day of, you know, with the transgender, like yeah, not but this, on could toes, be a good exploration. It though, is right? a little a little bit of that. But I mean, it's I'm really we're really trying to keep it like a light comedy. It's oh. more just about a guy who I mean, I think we might do that a little bit, but yeah. like it's really just trying to keep it a guy who's really good at because one thing's. One of the things Bart's known for, he does parody music videos, uh. Uh, like and he, he a lot of times parodies Taylor Swift, Jennifer Lopez, and all these women, and he's really good at playing women. And he is thin, and he just he really can sell it. And it's you know he does it in a very over the top, humorous way. But he's great at playing women, and that's kind of what we're playing on is that he has this he's this lowly guy, and he has this opportunity to uh, skyrocket to stardom, but he has to do it as a woman, and then you know. Falls in love with another, with a female pop star, but they're friends, and that kind of, that uh, kind of like sort fall of in
2: hot chick. That that? I, don't, I don't know that one. Oh, with
0: Rob, with Rob is Schneider? That
2: Schneider? Or was that, what, what was the other one? Or White Chicks? White Chicks is with yeah. the Wayne's brother. But yeah. there's, uh, both those, I think, have sort of Cyrano de Bergerac.
0: There's several, to it, yeah, yeah, there are actually a lot of them. I just, She's the Man is another one, the Binds. Ladybugs
2: with
3: Rodney Dangerfield. Is that what that is? And uh, the guy dresses up as a girl to play soccer? I oh, never wow.
2: meet Rodney when he was around. No. No. I met him once. He's, he was a terrible. He was a little curmudgeonly. Yeah, yeah but it, but I, his, his if different things show up on my Facebook feeds once in a while, and all of a sudden things will get my attention, and his stuff started showing up lately. And I thought like his
0: like his stand up, like well, like his appearances on the yeah.
2: Tonight Show and things, and it just some of his stuff was just so brilliant. Yeah, it really was. And watching Johnny Carson just appreciate and take it in, and he, he was he had such a it's kind of like Don Rickles. I mean, he just would destroy everybody. <laughs> And at the, I don't know why this was so funny to me, but at the end of one of his sort of – you know, he would have these – would you call them Would it be one thing after another he'd, mm-hmm. he'd be rolling for several minutes yeah. he just looks over at Johnny and goes are we done here are we done, <laughs> enough? Are we done enough is this <laughs> it are we done can we go to commercial yeah he, we, we try start
0: over again he was amazing yeah. I love that he he just didn't care you know he, I, mean, I mean I'm sure he did but like the attitude he gave I mean he you know I'm sure you know some degree of his story like he basically abandoned comedy in his 20s went and worked as like a salesman or something i didn't realize he was in comedy
2: first he was in comedy first
0: Uh but you know very much like just a young comic who Uh never went anywhere and then returned to it in his early 40s like he was Uh not even doing comedy until his early 40s really and returned to it and just started killing it you know
2: with the same get no respect stuff i
0: think that was when i think he developed that i think at first he was much you know like anybody in their 20s trying to find their voice i don't really know i mean it's a long time ago he's an older guy but like i think he was just more of a I think he'd been disrespected in life, and he channeled that into his... You know, he'd been working this grunt job to, for nothing, and he was just you channeled that him into You see him comedy. as
2: a car salesman, too. Yeah, yeah. Are, are you doing stand-up now? Do,
0: do, um, I do. I perform... I don't really perform much these days because, you know... I did music for a long time. I was like rock bands and, you know, had a couple different record deals. But that's the thing about your song parodies.
3: Anytime they play them, someone's always like, that guy's got such a good voice. Right. You're like mean, a, you're you. You're like a real singer. Yes, and I, that yeah. was my
0: background, but I just... I could not... Keep up with the music And for one thing The bottom fell out of music You couldn't yeah. You were, you know And I got to an age Where it's like There's no way I'm gonna get a record deal yeah. So, not, And that's actually Why I moved from Los Angeles Moved to Los Angeles From San Francisco Because I'm like If I'm gonna If I'm gonna get in music If I'm actually gonna make money I gotta like try to do stuff Like composing for TV shows Or whatever Like I gotta move into that And then I got down here And I just do a bunch of comedians And they, I just kind of Fell into doing comedy music really and i performed when i first moved down here i started performing kind of like a tenacious d jack black thing original comedy songs and my idea was like i'm gonna be the guy who like writes the funny the really good comedy songs that aren't just the dumb one-dimensional somebody
2: got in front of those guys have you ever they ever heard your stuff
0: which dudes tenacious d uh no i haven't i Is haven't there,
2: actually they always seem like very supportive and they're interested yeah they're yeah smart funny absolutely. People.
0: but you know i think even with them like you know jack black has this amazing uh Acting career, but yep. like Tenacious D is very much like a cult act. I think the ceiling on comedy music as a career is is very low. Yeah. You know, Weird Al does parodies and yeah. it's very family friendly. He can kind of get eight year olds buying his stuff. But like I just found really quickly, there's not a huge market for comedy music. And like I would perform on shows around town, and a lot of you know, this the comedians always kind of look down on the guy with the guitar, and it just I just got to, doing the performing thing got a, Bit too much So I just was like I'm gonna be a writer now So I just Kind of taught myself I just got a couple Lucky breaks Jimmy Kimmel hired me Very early on Just cause he Liked my twitter He brought me in As a replacement For one of his writers That was going On maternity leave mm. And I was just This is like four years ago His wife like, No it wasn't actually It was somebody else But uh But it was his baby It was his baby yeah, all yeah. the Every baby born there Is his I don't yeah. know He probably doesn't Talk about that But oh, uh, Prima note What are you gonna do <laughs> <laughs> But uh He uh, He brought me in And I was like I'm I'm in. I'm gonna keep this job. They're gonna be like, "Well, we tried you out. She's coming back. We're gonna keep you." And then after the the term was up, he's like, "Okay, great, great working with you. Bye." Mm-hmm. I was like, "No." He's pretty. He's, well, he's
2: pretty. Uh, he's careful with. I mean, the people that are in, he takes care of. Yeah, yeah. You know? But, but uh, Eli,
3: are you aware there's another singer on this couch? Mm.
0: Does is Drew a crooner?
3: Yeah, <laughs> it's not sore, me. Of sorts. Are you? It's 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 if you, you were? No, no, I'm not. But you, uh, I just think it's a fun topic to bring up. You sang for a significantly
2: large, sold-out staple Center not that long ago. Yeah, Is that right? Yeah, I did the national anthem. Oh really? Which the, my favorite part about I, I mean I sang for a long time and yeah and my my favorite thing was at the beginning there was their announcement, announcing and there's all this sort of rah, boo, what is this? another Roseanne Lut, Lut, on lot Twitter's yeah Roseanne. and then I started singing as I can sing and then the, after about the second verse the room went silent wow and I thought oh this is I got him I got
0: him and then you forgot the words Oh, I, I almost <laughs> that
2: could easily happen. Uh, and then I brought them all the way around. They were cheering with you. That's amazing. It so that was fun. That must it was have fun. Felt to, great. fun to bring it around. That, yeah, I like that. They didn't expect it. They didn't no, they were expecting a, par- yeah. a parody well, I think they something.
3: expected something. Crap. Well, yeah, they expected no, shit. No, right? yeah. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> no good. To be fair, if you don't know anyone's a singer, yeah, and but they're a notable personality,
2: it's like, all right,
0: yeah,
3: here Well, important. what's your
0: background in singing? Like, what how, uh, where did it come from? Uh, opera. I, oh really? I, oh wow! I, that's okay. true.
2: But I but I'm a I'm a dilettante. You know I'm not. I'm well, you're not too skinny my, to really. My son's a real musician. I see what real musicians are. Yeah, and that is not me. Yeah. What does he play? <laughs> he piano and voice and, mm-hmm. and composes for short films and stuff. Yeah. And uh and and I can you know I can make a good sound
0: for a short period of
2: time. Yeah. <laughs> and that's about that's it. all you need with the national anthem. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Well,
1: you're also going to be singing again on yeah, September I've
2: got 4th. Oh. Dodger Stadium. Dodger, Dodger Stadium.
0: Plug. Stadium.
1: Hey, be there, everybody!
0: Buy tickets. Where yeah. <laughs> tickets available? Let's give the link. The,
2: the acoustics at Dodger
3: Stadium.
0: Well, I did. I actually done.
2: Rough. I did Dodger Stadium like the week after Staples because it became this thing. Oh my God! You got to go sing it. For, yeah. You know. Yeah. And I said, when the Rams play, I'll do that. I a Rams. Game. But uh, Pasadena Little League, <laughs> yeah. Southwest. Uh, but the Dodger Stadium is a whole different deal. It's a, it's uh, it's harder. Interestingly, because first of all, it's a second and a half delay, but you got the in-ear stuff, so you're hearing directly, you know, your voice. Because it's open air? It's open so, air. Yeah. You can't, you pitch, the yeah. pitch is Well, tougher. the, some stadiums have
3: sound that comes from all around, but Dodger Stadium, it's in the outfield that yes. the majority of their speakers are. Yes. And
2: then it just booms to yes. the rest of the place. It's an old system. So the good news is your back is to the audience. You're looking at the flag out in the bleachers you really don't know you're in a big stadium because mm-hmm. you, you're out on the home plate and you're just looking the other yeah. way. And so that's good. But acoustically, it's, you know, Staple's like singing in the shower. It's awesome. Oh, wow. That's, <laughs> that's awesome. Wow. Yeah. And and uh, and Dodge Stadium's like singing in a windstorm. <laughs> It's it's a little rougher to produce a good sound. So, but okay. hey, if you it's want like, it,
0: if you want to um, if you want to rock sand it, you know I can like be backstage. <laughs> Let's do this. Yeah, <laughs> then they'll really be like, whoa! I Drew was good at the stable Center, but oh my god, <laughs> He's He's now. Oh my god. No, what think about, We
1: have a link on drdrew.com too. Oh, or to the, this life the com. Okay, yeah. so check it out.
0: I'm definitely checking that out,
3: <laughs> and I want to see you throw out the first pitch, see if you can beat Baba Booey. <laughs> no, that I will not <laughs> do. I, I don't do that.
0: No, be, I'm gonna add harm I'm gonna take the recording of you singing and add harmonies to it. <laughs> and that'll be a little memento. And, and you, have
2: it, and it's, but it needs to the harmonies have to be commentary on Robin so we can send right. it over to her. I'm so, sending oh. it to you right now. Oh which one? One of is bad, one of is not good. <laughs> the, the one that's from the ambient room is good.
1: Which one do you want?
2: The the one that's not directly from the like the radio or the microphone.
0: You mean you have two different recordings of the same?
2: Pool? Yeah, there's different. The the when the, when you staples
1: or Dodgers staples staples. staples. Yeah, but, I but have it. it I taped that one from
2: from the room. Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. So, are you guys gonna
3: hook up idea. on a song
2: parody
0: now? I think so. You know what? In that's fact, a good that idea. Would, we actually should do that. We actually should do that would, for. Do we have to do that? Yeah,
3: that's, that's, a, great
0: that's, that's, the, that's a great idea. It's that's the a great
3: yeah. idea, but it has to be something.
0: Clever about
3: that doesn't get you decertified right. from medicine, or or, <laughs> yeah.
0: or more trouble with Robin. <laughs> right. Well, it could be something about you know you're. We got to incorporate the narcissist theme into it. Yeah. and we're not we're not going to give this away right now in this, but we're gonna we're gonna. But we're this gonna might actually be what brings this famous
3: lunch together. Well, that's right. what I'm hoping. Yeah, you know? this, this is the, it's a, it's it's a the olive
2: ed- branch to the Olive Garden a song of endearment, <laughs> yeah. couched in a horrible, horrible, <laughs> disgusting song. <laughs> oh
1: God, Stern's jealous that you have sung the national anthem he's jealous
2: mm-hmm. no i don't think he, he talks was je- about it on his show he talked he's about like, it, how
1: can dr drew be singing at the dodgers well
2: robin brought it up and and uh, actually she defended me a little bit
0: she, i don't i don't remember that I think. yeah
2: it was very quick it was very she brought it up as part of the news yeah okay because the washington post did a whole thing it was weird it was yeah. all these people were like it's big news uh, it was just so weird to me
1: well, that was tmz
2: oh tmz put it up or something, and. and uh and she goes, you know, Drew saying, and he goes, why is he doing that? And she goes, hey, he seems to be into that. <laughs> maybe, yeah. maybe just. Well, you know, it. they just—that's right, the
0: the—that's always just on the show. It's always like just conflict. It's like you have to like just spout out ball what you think. Busting. Just, yeah, just, ball yeah.
2: busting, and uh, that—that's that, I, I, why I keep it with the, uh, take it to the hind and hit him with, uh, hit him
0: with, him with the hind.
2: hind. <laughs> <laughs> is that you. Is that your voice? No, that's
0: that? that's uh Jason Kaplan oh, okay. on the show, but I've been doing lots of Hit Him with the Hind songs in the last couple of weeks. We'll see we'll see in the coming week what uh which ones make it to air. I'm well, surprised that hit Him with the Hind
2: is replacing Baba Bowie at the golfing event. Yeah. That's that's be, I think I predict that's temporary.
0: It's I think they're both gonna I, I think Hit Him with the Hind has legs, though. I, I I think the fact that it's 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 the it's such such a stupid origin. It, it's stupid, and it
2: wouldn't it wouldn't have the same impact if John actually went along with it. Right? He resisted, <laughs> which makes it funny. Well, the other
0: thing is John Hine is like the least stern like character on oh. the show. Like he's like oh. the straight man, and he's behind the scenes. And just the fact that he's even involved with something funny is. There's a yeah, comedy in that. Funny, right. yeah. and,
3: and upset about it. He's like the only one whose penis hasn't been exposed.
0: What is, right. the, <laughs> what is yeah. the heritage?
2: Maybe I don't know it. What, what, how'd they get
0: to um, it? It was basically just something that they would they would yell at him every day when he left for work. They would say, as he was walking out the door, they would say, oh, oh, John, one more thing. <laughs> Hit him with the hind. It's just the Was it's like it did Jason invented? I think it was Jason and one of the other guys there. <laughs> I think a guy Nick Rucker, if I remember correctly. And he
3: would sort of give him no response, which prompted them yeah. to do it every single day. And
0: it would always be yeah. couched in like, oh, oh, John. And then (laughs) you get the turnaround And then you just do that to him And and then JD is another character there That's gotten
2: a lot of interest Yeah Because of his peculiarities Yes Which are perfectly suited to what he does Yes yes. Which is just sit and watch
0: footage Right he's the media wrangler (laughs) Yeah One of my favorite Eli
3: Braden songs Is your your JD uh, John Lennon tribute
0: Uh, Which one was that?
3: The Let It Be. Oh yes, yes. Or yes. the. Oh, no, oh, no. <laughs> I love writing that's, songs about that's JD. JD yeah, that's the title, right?
0: That's JD. <laughs> Yeah, JD's great. He's a uh, he's one of my favorite people. He's Whenever I've gone back into genre.
2: the back, he just he sits in a little booth with a sliding glass door, tiniest little room. Yeah, it's just it's like a, a, a single the width of a single. You can't even get two people in there. Right, so w- the width of a twin bed, like <laughs> a single bed, and and he just sits and throws stuff at the wall. until I see him with his feet up while he's watching
0: things.
3: <laughs> <laughs> it's a very interesting group. You like? Can you do a Bob Forrest voice?
0: Uh, well, I, not really, man. I mean, <laughs> that's not really him, but yeah, he, I, I'm not really much of an impressionist. But, yeah. I, <laughs>
3: Can you sing Thelonious Monster? and Take us a
0: break. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I was looking forward. I mean, I'm glad that Caleb's here, but uh, I was no, so looking forward to like arguing with Bob about politics, like hearing oh. hearing Bob's political views on a couple. He's of the all over the place, though. he yeah. he comes.
2: He, he can be swayed. Uh, he, have you guys seen his documentary? The uh,
0: I haven't seen it. Bob no, and Bob the and Monster. the Monsters yet. Yeah.
3: No, I saw him on ESPN's Thirty for Thirty.
2: What, what was he doing there? The oh, the Do- uh, Do- Do- yeah. was Darryl I in that one too? Because I was I involved with that one, I don't know um, if they put my. Anyway, I remember Doc is one of the nicest guys on Earth. He really is a great, good guy. All right, we're gonna wrap this thing up. This has been fun. Uh, is there anything else, Eli? Let's let's plug your stuff. Where can people find I, you?
0: I mean, the Twitter is my main thing. That's my main uh, outreach to society, and uh, I gotta get on that. You're not on. You're on Twitter. I am on Twitter. Okay. But I got to get on your Twitter. Yeah. Oh, you, if, definitely. Uh, I'm very funny. I don't you, tweet constantly like some people. I save it like once a day.
2: Well, just the idea that Kimmel found you from Twitter that tells you something. Yes,
0: I've been spending a lot of time bashing Trump lately, though. But uh, it's it's all in a comedic context. I don't. I definitely. If I don't have a joke, I will not just say Trump sucks. It'll be a.
1: We'll have you back with Bob.
0: I, love I would him. love to. I would. I'm a huge political junkie. I know somebody might not say, "Hey, let's get the guy who does the the boob songs from Howard Stern to talk politics." But I'm like, really, I love it so much. That's my I, special show on TV. Uh, what? It's at Eli Braden,
3: is that right? Yes,
2: yes. There it is. Okay, Eli Braden.
3: Follow. follow. <laughs> Perfect. Thank you. And, and I'm at Caleb Eats Bacon. <laughs> Caleb you don't eat Caleb to with that. a C, a, and <laughs> <laughs> I'll point you to Eli. I believe we share the same you. birthday. That's right. Twelve twenty-two.
1: Mm-hmm. So we eat bacon ninety-four. Together.
4: That's
0: my favorite food. It's
3: good stuff. Mm -hmm. It's good, and I get residuals for every piece.
1: (laughs)
0: Caleb, do you ever say anything like, are you ready to eat some bacon to your wife? Like, (laughs) Intermittent. <laughs> uh, Take here's some bacon. With the bacon, <laughs> Dude, yeah, can i
2: give you some bacon. Uh, She's like a the thick bacon? cut. I got a slab of bacon for you. All right, we're going down. <laughs> the, we're going. We're losing it. Uh, <laughs> so for, uh,
1: be ready for the song at the end if you have kids in the car. Yeah. So
2: uh, Eli, pleasure to meet you. Really, you too, Drew. thank you. I was, very much I was so excited when Susan said she got you yeah. through. Caleb it was really fun for me. And Caleb, <laughs> thank you for sitting in for Bob Forrest. Good job. <laughs> thank you very much. And uh, again, this life is supposed to meander into other topics other than just the sort of stuff that Bob and I are. We spend our life doing. Tell a uh, friend,
1: subscribe, click on the Amazon banner.
2: Yes, uh, let me get into the, the specifics. Of course, which again, yeah, you pay nothing extra, but uh, it's uh, you know it, it puts a little wind in the sales of this podcast. Also, we want to hear from you. Doctor. com slash contact, and of course, our Facebook page. Check us out there. Leave us uh, comments. We can't get to everything, but we try to use those comments there for questions on the show also the Twitter handle at this life podcast or at first lady of love for future guests let us know what you want to hear here and we'll try to do it
1: thanks yeah. to our sponsors
2: yeah thanks for us we try to carefully select Aloe
1: house recovery a- Aloe
2: house which uh, again all you really need about Allo House is Bob carefully selects who he associates with himself with and all house is his uh, latest endeavor so that's all I need to know but in fact they have great professionals there they do the outcomes are good they have a social model they're very open and, and caring environment, and uh, they will meet people where they are in their recovery. And, Eli, Bob apologizes. He couldn't be here for your intervention. <laughs> oh, <that's okay. laughs> we'll will, see him next. Time. That will start in a few minutes. Yeah. All right, we'll see you guys next time.
0: I saw the Goodyear blimp once at a baseball game. But Robin's massive tits put the Goodyear blimp to shame. Those giant memories make footballs look so small. I wish she'd free them from the confines of that bra. Her cans are just incredible. I can't believe their size. I hope they don't cause curving in her spine.